0: This isn't for your eyes.
1: Welcome to the
0: latest a bit. <laughs> Try again.
1: <laughs> Hello and welcome to the latest and greatest episode of the Groovy Goodies Podcast. As always, I am your host, Mr. Reese Griffiths, and as always I am joined by Mr David White.
0: Hello, I thought the last episode was the greatest.
1: They're all the greatest. Ah, Everyone we do, we, we progress, we get better with every episode, okay. and so at the time of listening, that is the mm. current greatest episode. Fair play. That's my thinking.
0: Yeah.
1: Also, it's what I started with and I've been running with for <laughs> so long. It's like, just standard now. Fair play. <laughs> yes, welcome back. Um episode nineteen. Yes, nineteen. Nineteen. Uh, Still continuing with our Clive Barker season theme, whatever you want to call it. Today we'll be discussing Candyman and its sequel, Candyman Farewell to the Flesh. So before we get into that, first of all let's do our standard chatty bitches fodder. What have you been up to Dave?
0: I have been watching stuff.
1: I like stuff. I know. I watch a lot of stuff.
0: I'm just bringing up my notes. That's why I said stuff. <laughs> um, I watched The Boys on Amazon. All of it? Yes. Finished? Yeah. You checked out yet?
1: No, not yet.
0: Right. <laughs> <What's> that <laughs> conversation
1: over <there>? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Considering how much of a fan I am of the graphic novels and yeah. Garth Ennis in general, yeah, I, thought I you'd sh- do that should have been all over this. Um, it's not that I think it looks bad either. I think it looks good. Yeah. Um, I just, yeah, it's one of those things that... At the moment, it's really hard for me to watch TV, he says, as he watches at least a film a day. TV is usually a thing I do with the wife. The pair of us watch stuff together. If I try to start watching something and she comes down halfway through a season, if she goes back to watch it, it kind of ruins it with with a lot of the films I watch, she really doesn't care about in the slightest. (laughs) So if she walks halfway into fucking... Sleep away camp, too. She doesn't care. Yeah. It's yeah. not important. Yeah. She basically sits there on her phone, not watching it anyway. So, whereas with TV, it's a bit more. If I'm watching another episode the following night, it makes it difficult. So, TV yeah. front, I've been really shit. Yeah. But on the plus side, I'm smashing out some serious movie <laughs> numbers this year. Yeah, I bet.
0: That's so, true. yeah, what do you think? Yeah, awesome, man. Really good. Um, despite Carl Urban's dodgy accent. Um, yeah, that's yeah. One of the
1: main complaints I've heard is yes, that he yeah. doesn't get a really good uh, British accent.
0: I mean, you can overlook that. Yeah. You know, it's still table violence, table fucking horrible. Um, yeah, I think they've made a good interpretation of the comics. I don't want to give too much away, obviously, because you haven't seen it.
1: Did you read all the comics?
0: I read a fair bunch of them. Yeah, I didn't. I don't think I finished it, but I, I read sort of up to quite late in the season in the series.
1: Is it pretty faithful too?
0: yeah I mean obviously there's some stuff they can't put on TV from the comics
1: this is part of my concern like my love for the boys comes from just how fucking dark and twisted there is a look at superheroes in general and as it comes from the same people who wrote Preacher yeah I didn't fall in love with Preacher okay admittedly I only watched season one and I was kind of like oh they've done this and they've done that yeah
0: yeah
1: and I plan on going back to it I really enjoy Preacher but I just haven't yet so yeah, yeah. I think that's maybe put me off a little bit that yeah. I'm concerned about the changes because the boys is like that's my favourite thing yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, like yeah. I like Preacher I like Punisher but the boys is my yeah, like yeah, yeah. I yeah, love yeah. it
0: yeah, yeah all, um, the comics are fucking fantastic but like I say there's, there's some stuff they obviously can't show on TV that they wouldn't record for the TV from the comics but other than that, I mean, I think it's pretty faithful in the fact that they they are still fucking horrible people, like yeah. the superheroes, and the boys aren't that much better. No, no. <laughs> excellent. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think it's pretty faithful in that regard. I think you'll enjoy it, but obviously there's there's going to be changes. There's that's inevitable. I think
1: she's turned around and said that, uh, by she I mean the wife, yeah. Um, that she's not interested in watching it. Okay. So from what she's seen in the graphic novels, while I was reading yeah. in the comics, yeah. she's like,
0: Nah, not for me. Not for me. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Be rough. <laughs> um, so yeah, I might try and squeeze that in after the 31 days of horror yeah, yeah, yeah. Halloween challenge thing that I'm once again doing. How's that going? Not too bad. I'm doing, uh, trying to do, trying to fit in as I try to do every year. 31 things that maybe I haven't seen before or okay. haven't seen for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Um, so at the moment, what are we, at the time of recording this, I believe we're on the 6th. So, 6th of October, so I should be six movies in. And I'm first day I watched Ready or Not. I went to the cinema to watch that. Yeah. Recently, that was okay, that was pretty good. Mm. Um, I went and also saw The Dead Don't Die.
0: Yeah. That's a bit hit and miss. Um, Like very Zombie Landy? No, no, no,
1: it's very dry. Okay. Um, It's almost a sort of. It's got a meta sense of humor about it. Okay. It's. I enjoyed it, but I can see why a lot of people are slating it. Right. Um, Because it. I think it was marketed as. A new zombie zombie land. land, Yeah, yeah. And it's it's not it's not not (laughs) that kind of film in the slightest. (laughs) Yeah. Um. Then what did I watch? I watched Adam's Family with the kids. Yeah, yeah. Because obviously they're little and I can't chuck the thing on with the kids <laughs> quite
0: yet <laughs> quite yet oh yeah, yeah.
1: No, it might be there but no. <laughs> um, I and mean, then we've been doing these episodes so I watched The Two Hellraisers yeah. Revelations and Judgment yeah. recently and Candyman and Candyman Farewell to the Flesh yeah. so I'm actually ahead of where I need to be at Fucking the moment man,
0: that's awesome yeah thinking about it I I've I done do these things because obviously my wife hates horror films but she doesn't hate them she just nor a fan and pretty much well, she's been better recently like we have watched a couple of horror films together like she did watch Judgement which was a fairly big deal because that's fucking horrible <laughs> Yeah, the start of the opening <laughs> 10 minutes yeah, of exactly that. yeah um, but we don't generally watch horror films together I sort of tend to sneak off and watch them on my own but um, I've yeah I've actually done four in the for the episodes admittedly yeah. but um, yeah I'm on I'm not far behind a lot better than <laughs> yeah, I've normally am years. around this time yeah 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 so uh, yeah, what have you been up to man what have you been watching? Other than the things in the film cinema?
1: Um yeah, not a lot outside of those, I think. Um mostly trying to crack on with this. I've I've got a massive stack of stuff, so I'm sort of trying to plan stuff out. Yeah. <clears throat> I've picked up a few things. And I've got a lot of things I've pre ordered that I'm waiting to turn up. Yeah. So I'm trying to concentrate on the whole I use this 31 days of horror as like an excuse <laughs> yeah. to make a dent in the pile of stuff I've got to watch yeah um but yeah I've been away with work so I've been for a change with other work colleagues <laughs> with so other human beings with other human beings I haven't been sitting in a restaurant eating on my own which <laughs> yeah. I find really weird um I don't like doing it no no <clears throat> there's something about it that's just like sad
0: yeah I get what you mean
1: like it's the same way that people who go to the pub. I've always gone to the pub with people. Yeah, I,
0: I've never been one of these people who can go to the pub to Just goes to the pub on your own and yeah, maybe
1: talk to somebody. Yeah, no. What? <laughs> <Really>? no. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Hoping to talk to somebody. What if there's only fucking idiots there? Yeah, true. You've got to go with people you know, yeah, so you've got somebody to talk to yeah. about stuff.
0: So they might not be idiots.
1: Exactly. It's not guaranteed, and, but... No. <laughs> it's the same way when I go to eat. I've only ever gone out to eat places yeah. with other people. Yeah, yeah. So this whole I go sit in the restaurant, hotel restaurant on my own, hmm. order food for myself. Yeah. Sit there, eat it as quickly as possible, so I can run away and hide in <laughs> my room.
0: <laughs> I mean, I've done stuff like McDonald's, Burger King, Subway, and stuff like that on my own. That's because obviously on a lunch break, and nobody else, none of my friends, are on lunch break with me, so I sort of go to these places on my own.
1: Yeah, that's sort of standard for the, like lunch. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's that whole evening like like a specific restaurant to eat. If you're gonna grab a sandwich from somewhere, it's a bit different because yeah, you're on yeah, the go. But it's that, it's that sitting down to eat yeah. like a steak or a burger or <laughs> yeah. a baked mini camembert. It's yeah. You a
0: baked mini camembert. <laughs> oh fuck! <God. laughs> Who the fuck are you eating?
1: Um, it was a Green King franchise. Oh man, I had. Uh, <laughs> The, the one night I had um, fajitas, yeah, and I was all like, "Do you know what? I've had a lot of meat today. I had a half pound burger, yeah. um, plus on the way up I had breakfast back from fucking somewhere."
0: Yeah,
1: I said like, I'll have the halloumi fajitas tonight to be a good
0: boy. Mm-hmm,
1: so I had the halloumi fajitas. Then the <laughs> following <laughs> we night, saw
0: that much better. For you. <laughs>
1: it's not, but it was like I'm gonna try and cut down my meat intake, no, sure so enough, you sure. know, to at least three, two meals a day instead <laughs> of three. Yeah. um so the following night I was like well I had halloumi last night so I'll have a burger tonight I don't know how that works because yeah. I also had a full English breakfast plus I think it was a KFC for lunch <laughs> and then a burger for tea
0: <laughs> one meal out of two days that's not too bad <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I was like oh well I'll get a burger and I saw they had the I, I like my cheese and he was yeah. oh yeah mini ham and beer with uh, toasted sourdough for dipping in and nice. i oh fuck yeah. aye I'll have some of
0: that yeah.
1: so I had that on the Tuesday night, then Wednesday I was like, oh, I'll have a steak and I said, Oh, do you know what would be really nice? Some mini bake <laughs> and base. So I can yeah. dip it in my steak or dip my steak in the cheese. Yeah. So I did two nights on the trot. Nice. I mean on the third night I was like, Yeah, fuck this, I'm done. Yeah, yeah, I can not that my cheese. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's rough. So
1: for those of you who are not familiar with me, I'm not the healthiest of people. <laughs>
0: I mean, you could look a lot worse, in all fairness, with the amount you eat. Considering yeah. the amount
1: of shit I eat, yeah, yeah I could be an elf mess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm just a little bit sweaty. <laughs> Some of the time. But so am I. <laughs> <laughs> do you
0: know what I mean? And I, I do eat vegetables every now and again.
1: Yeah, I try. I mean, when I go to Subway, I ask for everything except cucumber.
0: Do you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Well. I'm normally more of a lettuce, jalapenos, pickles guy, Yeah.
1: It definitely depends what I'm having, though, as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my go-to is uh, Italian bread yeah. with the oh, yeah, yeah. spicy Italian BMT yeah, yeah yeah. and yeah that has everything mm. and if I'm feeling particularly brave the chipotle sauce oh, wow. if I'm taking it slow and steady because of my dodgy guts yeah, yeah. a bit of mayo
0: you <laughs> eat a lot of cheese for some with dodgy guts
1: I eat so much cheese <laughs> I fucking love cheese <laughs> But this is a podcast about cheese. This is a podcast about films and stuff.
0: I mean you so. can tie in the horror films about the cheese you fucking eat.
1: Is there a horror film about cheese?
0: I don't know. I saw one of it for the other day for a killer sofa. Yes. So
1: that looks good. And yeah. there's also Deathbed, which is the killer bed. Yeah. And there's one about sand. sand blood on the sand, sand, sand blood.
0: Please so tell me this killer sand.
1: This killer sand, yeah, killer, killer sand. Sand's fucking
0: amazing.
1: <clears throat> yeah, I think it's like i have to double check it was I think it came out in the VHS sort of boom yeah and it's been essentially damaged or lost or so like which is why I've never seen like a okay. DVD or blue release I could very well be talking out my ass, but I'm sure <laughs> I read something along those lines somewhere
0: yeah sounds awesome though. yeah um, been listening to anything new decent
1: no still on the whole uh, crust nails nice. vibe yeah. and like I said uh, the people I work with I've got relatively tame yeah. tastes and also there's this whole like I don't like swearing in songs. So i have to cater to that a little bit as well. Yeah, yeah. Um mostly it's just like fucking sixties, seventies, eighties, rock.
0: Right, okay. Power balance and shit. Which
1: I fucking love, yeah, but like some days I'm all like, do you know what? I really want to listen to some nails, yeah. or "God Hates Us All" by Slayer would sure. be lovely today. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: But instead, I'm listening to "Magic Carpet Ride" by Steppenwolf, uh, which is a tune.
0: It is, but I mean, it's no every day. I mean, <laughs> <Yeah>. come on, <laughs>
1: <laughs> it does get a bit much. Yeah, well, you come across anything new and interesting?
0: Well, Nick Cave's album, new album, came out on Friday. Ah, on have you checked it out yet?
1: I have not. I've seen the artwork for it. I was yeah. like, oh, I'll have to check that out when it comes out. I didn't realise it came out Friday. Yeah.
0: Um, now, I'm a fan of the Cave. I enjoy the Cave's music. The last two albums, including this this one and Skeleton Tree, yeah. have been very sad. Right. You know, if you do, do you listen to Skeleton Tree?
1: I did not listen to Skeleton Tree because I was expecting it to be very oh, sad. Oh, it,
0: yeah, it's incredibly sad. This one's less sad. But it's still, like, synth music with Nick Cave almost talking over it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, there's not that much, in the way, of vocal melody there. Um, I'm just not that into it, to be honest, you know? I preferred it when he wrote, wrote songs.
1: Because <laughs> how old was his son when his son He wasn't passed, really
0: though? old. He, I think he was maybe 10, 11, something like that.
1: How many years ago? Is that, that tie-up with Ghost Teen? Is that like a...
0: Oh, maybe, yeah. Um... Thing. I think he died in twenty sixteen, I wanna say.
1: So yeah, if he was ten it'd be
0: Yeah. 13. Possibly, yeah. There aren't a lot of lyrics about like, you know, coming back on he's gonna come back on the next train and shit like that. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know, it's, um I'm not really into this era of Nick Cave where he's just sort of and don't get me wrong, you're gonna write a couple of sad albums after something like that happens to you, it's fucking horrible. I can't imagine it, you know. But um I'm just I just can't get on with this era
1: That's sad being that it's,
0: sad yeah I mean don't get me wrong like this fucking sad song he's a miserable guy anyway you know <laughs> most of his music's fucking miserable but it's great look at Murder Balls for example. Yeah, that's a fucking depressing album but it's amazing but then if it's just gonna be synths I mean did he like fall up with his drummer or something you know <laughs> it's just literally synths with him sort of singing on top of it but no vocal melody there and just uh, it's just not me you know
1: yeah, well I like I said I was a bit concerned that it would be quite sad. Yeah. Ghost tree. Skeleton tree. So yeah, yeah. Ghost teen and skeleton tree. Yeah. Um so I sort of skipped over it knowing that I don't need to cry. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Today. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like I say, it's considerably less sadder than uh Skeleton Tree was. That was very sad. Yeah. But um there's still sort of this vibe going on of just not really doing much with the music. You know? And don't get me wrong, he's a great lyricist, but I also need something in the background. To carry that. the lyrics. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. I'll
1: and probably attempt to give it a listen. I mean it's, it's worth a time. listen. It's yeah. you know,
0: new, new cave. is gonna it's gonna be good wherever there's it is. always it's something not, there. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And there's maybe if I give it another couple of listens I'll find one or two tracks that I might like, but then if the whole album like I remember listening to it and I was in work so I wasn't paying like you know a massive amount of attention I was sort of distracted a little bit but I get back to it every now and again and um, I remember listening to the second half of the album it's a song on the second half of the album I'm thinking didn't I just hear this like 20 minutes ago you know this exact sort of song like the exact synth and not the exact lyrics obviously but the same sort of vocal going through it I don't know it just if you can if the latter half of the album is indecipherable from the first half of the album, or like exactly the same. Then,
1: yeah, is it an album more? Yeah, it's just
0: piece? a stream of consciousness thing behind yeah. some synths, you know.
1: Yeah, maybe. Well, if you've listened to it, dear listener, then you know. Feel
0: free to correct us on that Yeah, maybe. Like, maybe I'm just interpreting it wrong, but it's just my opinion, I guess. Yeah, um, moving dear on from that sad, sad subject. What have you been playing?
1: Playing, um, I tried picking up a game a while back called Extinction
0: oh yeah, yeah.
1: Um, when I first saw the trailers and gameplay sort of footage I was like oh this looks pretty cool didn't
0: this come out a few years ago
1: it did um, You've essentially you play like an old warrior that used to be uh, like a slayer of giants and all this sort of thing you're a badass with a sword
0: right
1: and um you've got these villages, this kingdom that is essentially in the attack from what are called Raveni which are basically like goblins, ogres type yeah. things yeah. and you have little ones that run around on the floor hmm. and you have big huge fucking tall ones that are like buildings they're massive like titans right. but they've got different types of armour on and like each mission, each level is like rescue x amount of civilians or Hold off the Reveni for six minutes, or kill X amount of Raveni.
0: Yeah.
1: <clears throat> so in principle, it's got everything I want on there. You know, right. looks like smooth flow. Looks like good combat. Yeah. Let's give it a whirl. And on on the the bare bones of it, it's great. It's good fun. It's all right. It's great. It's good fun. It's all right. That's yeah. a complete <laughs> fucking contradiction. <laughs>
0: I know the, what you meant man. So good.
1: On the bones of it. It, it's it's a good game. Like the the premise is sound. Yeah. It does get a bit repetitive, but the one thing that really like lets it down is the trying to scale the titans. Mm. And there are certain titans that, for example, um, there's like wood armor which you just got to hit and it breaks, and then you can chop off their limbs. So it's walking towards the city. Oh, he's got wood on his legs. Right, cool break the armour chop off his leg you're yeah. stuck on the floor after a certain period of time it mm. grows back mm. so you have to kill some other stuff get your thing up so you can do your specials chop his head off yeah. kill him for good Right. so uh, you got to like scale up his back but like if you go up there wrong so you get caught under his armpit or whatever you just fall yeah. back down yeah. if you try climbing up his front and he moves you get caught on his tit or whatever you get stuck and fall back down yeah. if you try climbing up his back but don't jump at the right time and then try and double jump back onto his back. You just, like, fucking fall down. Yeah. So you're trying to get up on top of these Titans. is a fucking bastard. Then when you're on top, if they've got a helmet on... Again, if it's wood, you're winning. Yeah. If it's got a metal one with a padlock on... You've got to break the padlock, so you've got to hit the padlock. That's yeah. not too bad if the padlock's in the back, on their neck. If it's on front, on the front of their fucking head... Yeah. You have to literally try and get on the head, jump off... Target to aim the padlock on their head to mm. hit it. Yeah. But, like, if he moves... You, you like, you essentially you do like a bullet time where you slow oh, time okay, down yeah. to like try and line your shot up it highlights it you let like go of the trigger button and he comes in with a hit but you line it up oh, right. just at the right angle I've just jumped off at the right angle i just got to come down a little bit and then you'll move yeah and you can't hit him so for fuck's sake <laughs> just take his fucking helmet off and it's infuriating yeah and as it goes on, you come across different armors. There's ones that are like, it's made out of bone. They're like bound by flames. So you've got to try and make these titans. Like for example, if you want to take the leg off, stamp with the appropriate foot. Yeah. So that the shockwave from stamping extinguishes the flames. You can break the skull, then chop off the leg, then try and scale him. Do the same thing on his head. Right. So you have to try and make him swat you on top of his head. So he's sitting there tapping away his helmet. Like, hey, look, I am be here, you twat. Yeah.
0: Right.
1: And then he'll like, try and swipe. Yeah. If he doesn't kill you with a swipe because you get out of the way in time, extinguishes the thing, you can cut it off, but you to have the power up, they cut his head off, and all these fucking things. Nice. Every type. I was just like, oh my fucking word. And it just became a bit of a grind and a slog. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it had so much potential if they just polished it a little bit, they'd be away. But like, I mean, to be honest, I did pick it up. It's supposed to retail for like, it's on the PlayStation, Store 50 quid, I picked it up for six.
0: Oh,
1: nice. So, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to be too pissy about it. Yeah, no. If I paid 50 quid for it, I would have been fuming. Oh,
0: yeah, but definitely, yeah.
1: There were a couple of times where I was just, I'm done, I'm deleting it. Yeah. And he was like, oh, actually, when he got like 12 stages left, and I'd yeah. play a bit more, and he was like, oh, fuck this, I'm done. When <laughs> he got eight stages left, oh, I'll come back tomorrow. When
0: yeah.
1: he got four stages left, and then he was just like, oh, I'm just going to fucking <laughs> smash it, yeah. get it done, uninstall. Yeah. So we finished that, which wasn't lots of fun.
0: No. But it's done. Yeah. I picked up Final Fantasy 8 remastered version, the other day. Yeah, man. I fucking love Final Fantasy 8 It's definitely my favourite.
1: Ooh. I never finished 8. Yeah. 7 was my introductory Final Fantasy, so that's got a special place. Yeah, yeah. 8, I tried. I got to like a fourth disc. Yeah. I think it was like a four disc yeah, set. Yeah. And then. Couldn't be asked I lost interest 9 was my favourite I think because of little Vivi
0: yeah Vivi was cool Right well, so it's like the first one I played and i have very fond memories one Christmas well we had the game for Christmas myself and my brother and uh, when it first came out I must have been 16 maybe 17 and I had the worst flu I've ever had in my life like and a really bad cough you know like when you cough in so much that you have to sort of Didn't buckle it, yeah, <laughs> yeah like that bad and um, so I spent like two to three days just in bed playing Final Fantasy 8 and it was amazing. Um, and the remaster versions, alright, the facial textures is a bit better. I was playing the other day and Amy sort of looked up from the book and said, I thought this was remastered. So, yeah it is. <laughs> you should see the why state did, in the yeah, other one. Yeah, why does it look so shit? <laughs> alright, um, I don't know if I can tell you but it's, yeah, it looks better than it yeah. originally did and there's trophies now so win-win.
1: Yeah, I picked up Seven in the sale, but it's, it's literally just a port. Yeah, yeah. Um, But would you prefer them to do what they're doing with Seven? Because Seven's getting a whole remastered.
0: No, thing. no, I don't think I would actually. I think that the feel of Final Fantasy 8 wouldn't be the same if it were to be sort of a real time battle system and yeah. just judge everything up and split it off into. Like, because they. I think the first release for the final fantasy 7 complete remastered remake is um just in Midgard. right and so then
1: yeah i think it's parts and you know, it they're breaking it yeah. up essentially so they're yeah. making it episodic so yeah exactly
0: yeah and to be honest i just with final fantasy 8 cuz i know the story like i've played it through like 3 or 4 times um i don't i don't i can't really be asked for that you know i'm happy enough with it being the original one just yeah. the graphics are just a bit so i can see the faces <laughs> <laughs> they're not just fucking just pixel just... cubes like <laughs> yeah
1: Minecraft people yeah exactly yeah I did have another crack at Borderlands recently as well the first really like, one oh, yeah. yeah Borderlands three is coming out I know what I'll do I'll play Borderlands one the pre sequel and two again
0: yeah.
1: I started playing one I was like yeah I'm not playing the pre sequel <laughs> and two as well before I jump into three
0: it's <laughs> yeah. like years
1: I've played two through to completion. About six or seven times really? now I did it for each of the characters I think on the Xbox 360 back in the day I bought the yeah. handsome jack collection when it came out and run through it again with somebody else yeah um yeah. I've played it again since with another character on xbox it's like i've, I've done mil- I can, I can yeah. almost recite it yeah, the, yeah. the script um, <clears throat> and the pre sequel I've tried to play twice and never finished. Yeah. so I was like oh it seems like a good idea to give it a crack
0: yeah.
1: but uh, as I was chipping away at one I was like "Ah, oh, yeah no I need some new Borderlands I need yeah. some new good Borderlands I'm looking
0: forward to going to the third one I don't know when i would be able to sort of buy it but
1: yeah no moving in on, I was looking I was looking on the Playstation store when I got paid and I was like oh maybe I'll buy the super deluxe edition because it comes with the season pass
0: how much is that? £109
1: like, fuck off
0: yeah. fucking hell for the base game and a season pass yeah,
1: yeah. Fuck that! That was mental. Um, the season pass is retailing for forty quid though, Oof. but give it Christmas time, it'll be in a fucking sale. Yeah. It'll be forty percent off or whatever. Yeah, so, definitely. You know, it's not too bad. But yeah, no, One forward to Borderlands Three. Looks good. Yeah, definitely. Reading an anything interesting recently?
0: I've just restarted Stepford, Stepford Wives Wives. I did start it a while ago but then I had a couple of books for my birthday one of them I think I spoke about before called Hex I'm not sure um, possibly quite possibly from a Dutch author uh, it's about like a witch haunting a town alright cool and she's been there for like 300 years and she would just sort of show up in your she's like a physical sort of presence and she'll just sort of show up in your house and just and every, and everybody in this town is just used to it it's like oh she's here again <laughs> there she is <laughs> yeah, yeah and they've got this whole like System set up where like, they're watching her go through the town every day and making sure there's no anom- anomalies and stuff like that. And then obviously shit goes bad. It's really good. Cool. Yeah, I really enjoyed Sounds it. Sounds good. Um, so I put for Wives away to read that. So I read Hex, then I read something else. I can't remember what now. Clearly made an impression.
1: These keys are my ass, they're digging in my butt.
0: <laughs> yeah, then I went on to. Um, Survivor by yeah. Chuck Palahniuk or however you say it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know By <laughs> Chuck Palahniuk yeah guy. the Chuck guy and um, <coughs> so yeah I've restarted Stepford Wives but, yeah only a couple of, only like chapter and two so far but.
1: have you read any Hour 11 before? Uh, I've read Rosemary's baby. baby yeah I and I actually loved that it was yeah, it was no, great. I read really like Stepford Wives as well yeah um, what was the other one I read? boys from Brazil I'm sure we covered this before when we talked about Steadford Wives but yeah no I like Hour 11 I think it's a good uh, good egg
0: yeah what we Um
1: at the moment I am reading uh, 361 by Donald Westlake oh yeah um, Donald Westlake wrote <coughs> excuse me <coughs> Donald Westlake is essentially a crime writer and he wrote a series of books um, Parker they were made into a terrible movie starring Jason Statham and Jennifer Lopez, which I, I can tell by the look on your face.
0: I think I've only seen one Jason Statham film, and that was Snatch.
1: <laughs> oh man, you're missing out. Crank is amazing.
0: But isn't it just every... every <laughs> I, can I just watch one other Jason Statham film and just say I've watched all of them? Uh, oh, I don't know. Do you not watch The Meg either? Shit, no, I haven't seen The Meg yet. I, I do want to watch The Meg, actually, yeah.
1: Meg's good. Yeah. Uh, definitely need to watch Crank Crank 1 and 2 double bill yeah Crank's amazing
0: isn't it like he's jacked up on speed and if he yeah kind of thing, his dies.
1: heartbeats reaches below X amount of BPMs
0: yeah
1: <coughs> he ends up dying yeah she's doing all sorts to get his like heartbeat up and then the second one it's like don't question the science but he's back alive and doing all this other stuff okay. it's, it's just bonkers action movie like it's yeah, just yeah. Chewing gum for the brain. Yeah. You haven't got to think about it. You just put it on just like, this is fucking mental.
0: I, I don't know. I just, I classed like Jason Sathan films alongside like Fast and Furious films. You know what I mean? Like these big <sighs> Yeah, budgets. especially as he's
1: joined the Fast and Nonsense. Furious like, yeah. canon now. I don't know. There's, I'm trying to think of a couple. I've watched quite a few of his actually, which is quite surprising. Yeah. Um.
0: I think I might have seen the Transporter ones. Or like half of it.
1: Yeah, I've seen all three of the Transporter movies. Um. Those are quite amusing because it's just like Jason Statham doing Kung Fu on fast forward to yeah. make it look like he's doing fast Kung Fu. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, he's he's done some alright stuff, like for action movie stuff, he's pretty good. Yeah. But definitely Crank and the make's alright. Yeah, yeah. It's fun. It's good fun.
0: I'm sure that was like we started on Jason Statham thing made conversation about someone else. <laughs> I can't remember what it was.
1: <laughs> we started on oh that was it the book I was reading yeah. yes we got distracted <laughs> by Jason Statham um, yeah you wrote a series of crime books um, he wrote several and uh, a pseudonym based on Park basically they're just gritty crime novels Was
0: a pseudonym Jason Statham
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah no uh, 361 is one of the ones he wrote under his actual name and it's just one of the ones I picked up and just I've literally just started reading it yeah. I'm a couple of pages in is a lawyer who's been taken out in a suspected mob hit because he represented somebody and the son's going after the mob to kind of get vengeance kind of thing. Yeah. <clears throat> it's just a trashy little crime bit to keep me ticking on until I find my next big uh, my big read.
0: I can't remember how we got into Jason Statham from that. I know I keep on harping on the Jason Statham thing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's because Jason Statham is in the Parker movie.
0: Right, that's right, I remember now. Oh, well, I remember what I have um, what I read before Survivor as well. Um, I finally finished uh, William Peter Blatty's Legion.
1: All right. Yeah. The, um, like, sequel to Exorcist. Yeah,
0: that's right, yeah, yeah. It's, I didn't like it at first. I only started liking it when I started tying up with The Exorcist. Right. So it starts off and it's um, the detective, uh, Kinderman, he's on the hunt for the Gemini killer or somebody purporting to be the Gemini killer although he thinks that the Gemini killer was dead a few years ago or whatever. Um, and a lot of it is just like his stream of consciousness, his like sort of thought patterns and stuff like that. And it's right, just a rather than
1: storytelling. Yeah, it's
0: just a bit dry and a bit dull. But then when the exorcist starts coming back into it then it starts picking up pace and it ends quite well, I think. Cool. Yeah, so it's worth checking out.
1: Have you seen any of the other Exorcist movies outside of The Exorcist?
0: I have watched the. I think I've watched all of them, to be honest, at one point. Um, I've seen the film that's based on this one, but obviously I'd not read the book at the time, so yep. I, didn't, I, I can't remember anything about it, to be honest.
1: Because um, Arrow Video, coincidentally, have just announced that they're releasing The Exorcist 3, which is supposed to be really good, yeah, that yeah. I've never seen. Yeah. Um, i remember starting to watch two it was running away with work at some point many yeah. years ago and turned her off because i was really tired and wasn't overly impressed yeah. um <clears throat> but yes yeah, so i'm looking forward to exorcist three yeah it's supposed to be good
0: yeah well that's the one the book's based on isn't it yeah is it yeah this yeah. has
1: our legion's based on yeah
0: so? yeah oh ah, cool so yeah um well maybe i've got a book downstairs if you want to sort of read that boom yeah smashing
1: Yes. Um in sad horror related news, Sid Haig passed away recently. Yeah. Um, most notably famous for his role I think as Captain Spaulding. Yeah. Um fan of Mr Haig.
0: Oh yeah, I love Mr Haig, yeah. Well, like, I like pretty much only know him from Spaulding. I'm sure I've seen other things, but um obviously Spaulding's the one that sticks out in my mind. Very sad news. It's um Yeah.
1: He was going to be at the for the love of horror convention later this month, I believe yeah um and I was looking forward to popping and see him because I missed him at the for the love of for the love of horror sure. at the other horror convention, the Sheffield horror convention when he was at that horror con oh, yeah. thing um yeah, so a bit disappointed that I never got to see the guy yeah, um, definitely, yeah. I think this seemed really the first time. Ever took any real notice of him was in House of a Thousand Corpses, yeah, yeah, and that that role is
0: he make he makes that yeah, film, yeah, it's something
1: else, yeah, um, and the same with Devil's Reject. Devil Rejects when he yeah. comes back he gets a bit of a bigger part in that, mm. um, so it wasn't until again of the last know seven eight years or so where I've been dipping into some more of the older obscure stuff yeah so I've come across a lot of the stuff um, again mostly through Arrow Video mm-hmm. please feel free to sponsor us Arrow Video I <laughs> spend lots of money with you if you want to give me some free shit it'd be greatly appreciated um, yeah he, he's been in a lot of I mean looking at his IMDB page he's got a grand total of 147 acting credits
0: yeah Hundred and forty seven. He's been in those. I mean, the looking back at some of the stuff he's been in, I don't want to sort of check somewhere out. Have you had Spider Baby? great.
1: Yeah, Spider Baby. A lot of his uh, Jack Hill stuffs really good. So yeah. Spider Baby's one um, again, pit stop. Mm. Both these films I picked up. Um, Arrow Video did a Jack Hill um, offer. Yeah. The, it was a couple of years ago and he did like bundles it was like the David Cronenberg bundle the Jack Hill bundle and yeah. I had no idea who the fuck Jack yeah. Hill was to be honest yeah but I think in the bundle was Coffee with Pam Greer yeah who's uh the woman out of Jackie Brown yeah, yeah. I think Pam is beautiful I like yeah. Pam Greer <laughs> I like Pam Grier a lot yeah so I was like oh fuck it, go on I haven't got any of these movies I'll pick it up and in that bundle was Spider Baby yeah which I put it on, I was like, that dude looks really fucking familiar. Yeah. And he was like, it's Sid Haig. And I was like, oh, who the fuck's Sid Haig? And I checked, oh shit, it's got Captain Sporting yeah, fella. Yeah. And then I watched um, Pit Stop. And I was like, it's fucking Sid Haig again. Yeah, yeah. And like, he's great in everything I've seen him in. I don't yeah. think I've seen him in anything I didn't like him in. Yeah. And since diving back into some of his stuff and seeing him again, a lot of his work with Jack Hill and the exploitation sort of stuff, like uh, Coffee and Foxy Brown,
0: yeah,
1: <clears throat> Is it? he's he's uh, I like him I like what he's done yeah. Um, so yeah no Sadly.
0: Mm, yeah definitely
1: um, yeah R.I.P stuff this I don't know take. who signed this stuff off <laughs> <laughs> Just, yeah, yeah sorry you'll be missed sorry I didn't see him
0: yeah me too um, yeah <laughs> <laughs> so professional I know yeah laughing at the end of a
1: but, yeah, um, yeah. Well, this yeah, there's, fucking whatever. Yeah. Sorry, you're dead. I'm sorry, you're <laughs> dead. I'm sorry, you're dead. Wow. There. I said it. Let's move <laughs> <Fucking laughs> on. Okay, I'm <about> crying. more fucking. It's Candyman. Candyman. The Candyman.
0: So yeah, continuing on with Clive Barker season, in the penultimate episode of the Clive Barker season is the first two Candyman films both of which have Clive Barker as executive producer I believe I believe so and based on based off a short story from books of blood called the forbidden
1: yeah
0: now I've read that I've read books of blood but I can't remember much forbidden. about the forbidden at all
1: um, yeah so Clive Barker was when the essentially the story was written the script that was written by somebody else, but based, like you said, on the story from Clive Barker. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure just how much. Like you said he's the executive producer.
0: Mm.
1: I, from what I've seen of the film, I think he obviously had quite a bit of input in it. Yeah. yeah. And based on his influence with the sequel, I think he was heavily involved in that as well. Mm. But right off the bat, Candyman, 1992. Uh, Want I have I guess? IMDb rating.
0: Oh, um, I'm going to say it's a middle in score maybe a
1: 5.5 5. 6.6 6. 6.6 starring Virginia Madsen who is Michael Madsen's sister oh really and it's super hot yeah I was watching last night I was like yeah I like her she's lovely where else has she been in
0: maybe we thought she was Gillian Anderson for a while
1: yeah maybe get Gillian Anderson in the remake I really like her as well yeah yeah I could watch Gillian Anderson <laughs> covered in blood Quite easily, <laughs> yeah. Um, and Tony Todd as the infamous Candyman, yeah. Um, essentially, plot is the Candyman is a murderous soul with a hook for a hand.
0: It's an legend,
1: accidentally summoned to reality by a skeptic grad student researching the monster's myth. So we meet Helen, who is essentially going around interviewing people. For a thesis on urban legends and how they sort of travel around and how everywhere has essentially got an urban legend and most of them are essentially the same. They just sort of they folk tales that travel around and every knows and they're trying to interview various people to get their takes on various urban legends so they can say, look, well, this guy from New York says it's this. This guy from some other place in America says it's this <laughs> and <laughs> bring this sort of uh, when you
0: think of one place like in America I just don't
1: <laughs> think of where the second Candyman film was finished and, uh, finished filmed and was just drawing a blank New Orleans New Orleans yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and isn't this one in Chicago quite possibly yes I'll say yes <laughs> why not okay. um, yeah so she's in, essentially interviewing these people um, and they tell me the story of how the Candyman came to be And the Candyman's origin story is one that's very sad. It's a story of a painter, a very talented painter, Mm. who gets commissioned to do a painting of this wealthy white landowner's daughter. And during, you know, painting takes a long time. It's not like a photo and you just do a photo shoot in an hour and you're done. This is days and weeks of them spending time together. They again another love story Clive Barker he knows where it's at he's all about the love stories they end up boinking because they love each other daddy finds out
0: you started off so well
1: (laughs) (laughs) daddy finds out he is best so him and a mob of goons chase down poor Tony Todd I won't call him Candyman because he's not Candyman yet and essentially they sever his Hand with a rusty saw, a wedge in a hook, and they douse him in honey from a beehive. And then a swarm of bees come and sting him, and eventually he dies from his wounds and vows to like sort of come back. And, uh, well, his
0: soul is trapped in a mirror, but we don't find out until the, the second, second film, one. Yeah.
1: So, sort of loosely, it's one of the things about the first one where. I don't think there's quite enough groundwork laid yeah, it's just yeah. this premise that if you go up to the mirror and say Candyman five times he will come out and he will gut you from your arsehole to your chin it's yeah. all going to fall out Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so she's doing this investigating floating around trying to go to a tenement where she believes a woman was potentially murdered Or yeah. uh, was a woman was murdered but there's rumours the Candyman did it yeah and she goes to this tenement building and it's essentially like a ghetto. It's a dive, spray paint everywhere. Um, youths hanging around uh, shouting about the po-po is in the building. <laughs> and uh, they go up, 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 all these stairs find the apartment and they're looking through it. And it's all spooky and there's some drawings on the wall of Candyman, some graffiti, some good graffiti. It looks good. Yeah, it's pretty, isn't it? and uh, in an effort to she talks to the neighbour sorry being carried away she begins to talk to the neighbour that lives next door to the woman and the neighbour's explaining that she heard the banging and she heard the screaming and called the police but the police did nothing nothing and uh, yeah they go off to do some some further research and they find out about his origins and about um, Putney Green I think it's called yeah And she decides to, her and her colleague that are writing this thesis, sort of dare each other to say Candyman in the mirror five times. Except, Helen is the only one that's got the balls to say it five times. Her colleague, four times and chicken's out. So of course, poor Helen starts to get visited by Candyman. And that first interaction Mm. is fucking Great in the
0: car park. Yes. Yeah, yeah.
1: <clears throat> so Helen goes back to the apartment. The apartment, the ghetto building, to talk to the woman. I believe she's got no. Sorry, backtrack. She goes back to the tenement building.
0: Yeah.
1: Because she's got a lead on a potential Candyman. There was a somebody's told her about Candyman has come and murdered somebody in this toilet. Yeah. Gutted this person in her toilet so she goes back to this tenement building to look at the toilet and try and have a look at the scene and all the rest of it and as she's walking in it's bogging there's sweets for the sweet written in poop on the walls yeah. manky graffiti she goes to the end store lifts up the toilet full of bees <laughs> shuts the <laughs> lid <laughs> as she turns around there's a fella bees don't
0: star. belong in a toilet
1: bees don't belong in a toilet exactly what are bees doing in the toilet <laughs> um and there's a fella standing there who, at this point, we know isn't Candyman yeah. because we've seen Candyman, but he could very well be Candyman. Turns out he's a drug dealer who is nicknamed, I was going to say, codenamed. Drug dealers use nicknames, <laughs> not codenames. <laughs> yeah. They're not, well, they are technically professionals. I get sidetracked yeah. again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> In the drug dealers' a profession, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, turns out this man is. Using the the mythos of Candyman to instill fear in the residents of this tenement, and so he's got his little hook that isn't attached to a stump in his arm, but he's just holding because he's not the real Candyman, mm. and he proceeds to beat poor Helen with this hook. So we cut to the police station. She's trying to identify the perp who's in a lineup once she leaves the police station and starts walking back to the car we get to meet Candyman for the first time yeah <clears throat> and it's almost like he's telepathically speaking to her yeah and she's sort of looking around to see who it is and turns around and we just see sort of the silhouette of Tony Todd who's a big mush as well yeah, I'd yeah. like to add he's yeah. not a small man Um, but yeah big mush <laughs>
0: Big old guy. Um, he then we don't need to go into sort of a scene by scene thing, I guess. Yeah, yeah. We meet Candyman. They, um,
1: there's like a dream sequence where Candyman's trying to fill her in on stuff, Helen in on stuff. She wakes up in an apartment.
0: Yes, that's right. She's covered in blood. Um, She hears screaming from the other room and it's the resident of the tenement building she met earlier. Her baby's gone missing. Her dog's been killed horribly.
1: The dog's head is sat next to Helen on the floor. Yeah, yeah. And then from then on, we're looking at Helen trying to convince everybody the Candyman is real and that she didn't kill the dog and that she doesn't know where the baby is. That's something
0: I like about these films is that like, the police will just arrest the person that's left this alive because they've clearly are the killer. Yeah. Whereas in like some horror films it's like, oh no, it was fucking Freddy Krueger and the kids just go free. Like the the survivor member of the massacre goes free because it was some fucking
1: It couldn't possibly be them, yeah. the lone survivor. Exactly yeah. yeah. Um no, I think I think this is where the film starts to sort of pick up pace then. Yeah. Um we see this almost descent into madness where people are trying to convince her that it, she is responsible for these acts yeah, yeah, yeah. so there are various other killings that go on that are made to look as if she has done them mm. um, and yeah we sort of essentially just streamline through various people dying her on the run bees Bees, Candyman, bees yeah I mean if you haven't seen it watch it
0: yeah it's worth a watch I mean it's a decent film um, I, I read that uh, Tony Todd had something in his contract where he'd get a thousand dollars every time he got stung by a bee I saw that yeah yeah
1: and I also saw that over the course of the three films he was stung 26 20, times
0: 26 or 23 yeah. but still I'm going to argue with Seman- the semantics needs. at the end of the day <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Um, yeah so essentially the film is then Helen trying to prove her innocence while also trying to find the baby while Candyman is essentially tormenting her trying to make her his, he wants her to be with him mm-hmm. um, yeah I think it's it's a, it's a <sighs> <laughs> I think overall it's quite an interesting movie it's an interesting premise you can see that sort of Clive Barker character, yeah, is there. Like yeah. the idea is there. Yeah. Um. But for me personally, this isn't one I like I I don't get the hype.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm. I think I'm in the same boat as you. Um, I remember watching it years and years ago, and not being that fast about it. Like it's, it's okay. It's not like. It's never gonna be in my top ten favorite horror films. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's it's one of those bizarre ones where you seem to have people that sort of really love it and think that it's fucking amazing. Yeah. And I don't know that for me, it's it's a good it's a good film. It's solid. Mm. Um, but there's just I don't know. There's nothing really there for me. No, I don't Um That really blew me away. I mean, I don't think Candyman is as petrifying as he could be. Yeah. No. I don't think the kills are overly gory exciting uh, surprising yeah Um, I think the story sound I think the character of Candyman is great
0: yeah and Tony Todd does a great job does a cracking job he's got the presence down but um, yeah like you say he's just not not that much there really
1: no I sort of find it a bit difficult to sort of tell you about what's going on without going scene by scene because it is just literally that straightforward it's when we finally get introduced to Candyman it is Her trying to convince everybody she's not a bad shit crazy while Candyman's
0: murdering people on her behalf. Yeah, Yeah. that's about it. Really, (laughs) (laughs) Um, it's not a bad film either. Yeah, by any means.
1: No, I. uh, It's definitely one. If you're a fan of the horror genre, I mean, I think it's a staple to be introduced to the character because Tony Todd is Candyman there's yeah. no like two ways about it, yeah, it no. uh, I don't think you could have anybody else playing Tony Todd playing Tony Todd Yeah. playing Candyman
0: yeah right so I'm going to go into some trivia because we, we don't really have much to say. About it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what we've already said um, yeah IMDB says 23 times man so
1: 23 we'll go 23
0: yeah um, the bees were apparently bred specifically for the movie And they needed to make sure that the bees were only 12 hours old, so they looked like mature bees, but their stinger wouldn't be powerful enough to do any real damage.
1: That's pretty impressive. That's some dedication there. Yeah, definitely. Breeding specific bees.
0: And apparently Virginia Madison's allergic to bees, so an ambulance was always on set while filming the bee sequence. Oof. I know. Brave woman. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Mm. I mean, (laughs) thinking about this, right, bees, yeah, they they tend to just leave you alone, wasps, they're malicious yeah. wasps are bastards yeah yeah yeah, are, yeah. wasps surely would have been like the scarier choice of the two
1: but what are wasps attracted to
0: yeah true yeah the yeah I guess the whole honey aspect with yeah um... the,
1: you've got that element the...
0: yeah. now, apparently I don't know how true this is but Virginia Madsen was hypnotised and given a trigger phrase on set for her scenes with Candyman so, you know when like you get these sort of facial shots of her and she looks a bit dazed yeah yeah, I think that's when she was apparently hypnotised. I don't know how true that is. Mm, that's dedication. Uh, yeah, I know, yeah. Apparently she was quite uncomfortable about that.
1: <laughs> I bet. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder why the trigger with is. see if it still
0: works. Yeah.
1: <laughs> She's ever at a con.
0: Pooh sticks. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Just see her zoning out. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so there we are, Candyman. Um, in terms of a character... How do, you, how do you think Candyman and Cenobites uh, do you think they could coexist in the same thing
0: I don't know man like it's two different worlds really you know it's um there's no religious aspect to this whereas there's a religious event to to Hellraiser yeah this is just literally urban legend um I don't know man I've I I enjoy the character of Candyman, I think like he's an effective character, but I think like just like we've been saying, it's just nothing not much there. Yeah. Not much to unpack. And it's a good story, it's a good 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 backstory to him. But he just turns up and kills you with a hook, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, I think it's one of those they've taken a short story and tried to pad it out. Yeah. Um for me personally I don't think there was enough padding. Yeah. They they made a reasonable story, but yeah. it's just there's
0: a lot of love for Candyman out there. Yeah, it's just I'm not. It's it's okay. Yeah, just okay. It's
1: just okay. I yeah. don't want to particularly talk about it too much more. I'd yeah. much rather talk about Candyman. Farewell to the Flesh. Indeed. Which I think is a much better movie. <laughs> it's a
0: much better film. Yeah, absolutely.
1: So Candyman, Farewell to the Flesh, nineteen ninety five. Yeah. Want to guess the IMDb score?
0: I'm gonna go. Since we've both said that we prefer it, I'm gonna go higher I'm gonna say a seven.
1: Oh, 5.3 Oh shit! People don't not like Candyman through well to the flesh. They yeah. have much more of a preference for Candyman. Um, the Candyman arrives in New Orleans and sets his sights on a young woman whose family was ruined by the Immortal Killer years before. Oh shit! Um, interestingly enough, the story was written by Clive Barker. So. Whereas with Candyman, the story was originally uh, based off of. Yeah, this so is a short story. One, short story. Yeah. This was actually written by Clive Barker, oh, right. and I think it shows because there's a lot more Candyman development in this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I think is what the first one struggles with. There mm. isn't enough. You get given this basic backstory, and yeah. in most cases, that would work. But I think because this is essentially a urban legend. Mm. You need to solidify that. You need a bit more, like the facts yeah. a bit more. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, which I think is done very well here. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yes, yeah, so we open up with one of the professors, coincidentally, that was in the school yeah. in Candyman One, is now doing a book tour on Candyman. He's written a book on the legend, and he's doing a little speech talking about the book we get introduced to uh, this young lad I say young lad he's not a young lad he's a grown man (laughs) who's at the book signing they cross paths and turns out that the doctor had told this man's father that Candyman wasn't real and they should summon him to prove that he's not real except Candyman as we all know is totally fucking real Uh, and he came and he killed this kid's dad dead bastards um, so there's there's a Barney in the bar. The kid gets thrown out. Yeah. Author goes into the toilet, says Candyman several times.
0: He says Candyman in the book, the mirror of the book, the book when he's doing the signing, doesn't he? Uh-huh, and yeah. then Candyman kills him in the toilet.
1: Candyman kills him in the in toilet. Bar. Of course, the police think it's this whack job kid and arrest him, <clears throat> in which case then his sister has to come to the rescue. So we get introduced to this family who are a reasonably well-off, well-to-do family. Um, They come from money. They used to own a plantation many, many years ago. Um, And we dive straight into... She's a teacher. And some kids are arguing about something because the one kid keeps drawing pictures of Candyman Mm. because there are a number of Candyman-type killings going on. And in an effort to prove... To these children, the candyman is not real. She recites the name Candyman five times into a mirror. And lo and behold, Candyman comes to fuck shit up!
0: <laughs> Who'd so that And
1: That's your basic plot synopsis. <laughs>
0: wow. <Well> done, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is a much better from the first one. Like you said, there's a lot more backstory. Do you actually see the backstory is like shown to you what happens to him? And so you see like these villagers, I want to say villagers, these like well to do white people essentially, uh, dragging off Candyman, before he's Candyman, into a field, this is much later on in the film, isn't it? yeah. but um, yeah, dragging him off into a field, they cut off his hand, slather him in honey, and then <laughs> the weirdest like groove, swarm of bees. bees, yeah, I'm pretty sure bees don't work that way. No,
1: never question the science <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: though. True, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm questioning the bees not science. <laughs> so they come in this like weird swarm it looks fucking terrible. Uh yeah, they essentially kill him. Sting fuck out of him. Yeah, and trap it then the white people trap his soul in the mirror. I'm not sure if they know they've done that.
1: No, I think the daughter come the dad makes a point of look at him. Yeah. Look at him.
0: Who can love you now? Who can love
1: you now? And I think one of the children gets a smattering of honey on him, yeah. tastes it and decides, Ooh, Candyman, we should totally call him the candyman. Yeah. I think Tony Todd sort of takes that on board because he refers to himself as Candyman. I'm not sure if that's how the soul transference thing works. Yeah, probably, yeah. Like he's put a curse on this mirror. Anyway, we've now got Candyman is real. The urban legend is real. We know his origin story. We know that his soul is essentially trapped in this mirror. And so wherever this mirror is, that's Candyman's weakness. Um, But we get to see... Again, Candyman essentially ruining these people's lives by murdering various people. Yeah. Um, I think the kills are much more on point.
0: Yes. Yeah. They are.
1: Um, and much more. I don't want to say violent because the whenever you kill somebody with a hook for a hand, it's Visceral. pretty violent. But yeah, the 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 first kill. You're in spoiler territory, folks. You know this by now. Yeah, yeah. Um. The sister of the fella in prison, if I did proper research, I'm going to start trying to write proper notes on it, <laughs> the sister of the boy who's in jail, her boyfriend ends up getting a hook right up his pooper, yeah. gets lifted up into the air, and Candyman just tears right through him, and it's gross. I mean, Candyman's like, lifting him up in the air by one arm, and it's like, oh my word, Ouch!
0: <laughs> Ouch, indeed. Um,
1: but like, it looks horrible. It feels horrible. I imagine.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine that feeling good. No. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, they, so the 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 lot of the kills are a lot more. They're not sort of. I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. Like.
0: they In um, in
1: Candyman, they. I don't want to say tame, but they don't seem anywhere near as violent yeah yeah, yeah. like these kills are very um, when you get up close and personal with a hook for a hand with somebody it's very personal and they definitely feel it's, it's not
0: a long range weapon yeah, no. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> you gotta get right in yeah. there you can't just chuck a hook up somebody's poop burn over drags them up you gotta really get in there <laughs>
0: you will know, have a throw on you if you do that <laughs> yeah. fuck it all.
1: Um but no they, they, they seem to be a lot more I don't know yeah there's something there yeah that really worked for me personally watching it mm. um, as the story progresses the the brother tries to get out of jail and all these sort of things go on and on we go until eventually she goes back to um, the plantation house where Candyman was born as it turns out Candyman's actually a relation of hers yeah. which is a big reveal mm. um, but on the plantation is, I believe it's on the plantation. I started zoning out at this point because this was the fourth film I'd watched, yeah, in the day and it was like <laughs> yeah, 11 yeah. o'clock. Yeah, um, she finds I think it's on the plantation. She goes into the building, yeah, that like the slave, yeah, yeah, yeah. house that's built on the plantation and finds the young lad from school has been drawing pictures because they think they assume the candy man's taken in, but he's yeah. just been hiding from candy man because he knows he's coming. And there's a big storm, floods. Yeah. She falls through some stairs, finds Candyman's mirror. Candyman shows her the punishment he's at and just wants her to be with him. And yeah. Spoiler alert, she breaks the mirror, Candyman's dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so what do you think, Candyman two?
0: I well I much preferred the Candyman one. Yeah. Um, again it's not gonna be in my top ten list anytime soon, but um it's still enjoyable.
1: I think in terms of characters, Candyman's a really interesting character. Yeah. Um in terms of films is they're almost I don't wanna say throwaway, but Yeah. They're nothing special. Yeah, no. Um I think the the that stands to reason with there only being I think three in total Candyman yeah, movies.
0: Yeah. Isn't there like a remake coming out?
1: there is there's a remake coming out due out with Jordan Peele producing which is quite interesting interesting. Um, and originally there was talk that Tony Todd was not going to be reprising the role of Candyman Yeah. but I believe it has now been confirmed Tony Todd is back as Candyman that's awesome so I'm definitely very interested in checking out this Peele produced Candyman yeah do do you see Get Out
0: Yes, so, I've yeah, seen Out yeah, yeah. I haven't seen the second he's done, yeah. No, yeah. I
1: picked it up, I haven't watched it yet, but from what I've seen of it looks pretty good. Get Out and stuff. I'm, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm on board. Yeah, totally. Um yeah, so uh, again, I think it was it's a like solid effort. Um interesting characters worth a watch. If you're doing this whole Clive Barker wanna watch some Clive Barker stuff, with a punt
0: Yeah, it's worth a punt, definitely. I mean there's worse there's worse names with Clay Barker's name attached to them. Yeah, <laughs> worse films rather with the uh, Clay Barker's names. Fuck me, I can't speak. <laughs> There's worse films out there with Clive Barker's name attached to them. Definitely.
1: So in terms of, I don't want to say rankings. Yeah. But I mean, I think it's a given. It's Hellraiser and then Candyman at the moment, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Any two sort
0: of <laughs> Clay Barker's franchises we've touched.
1: Yeah. 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 So I mean, yeah. In terms of.
0: I'm not gonna put Candyman in my razor rankings No. <laughs> yeah, you know, let's fit them in between. Yeah, it's
1: yeah. definitely better than Dead Oh
0: yeah, yeah. Both films are definitely better than Deader.
1: <laughs> um Yes. Uh Bernard Rose, who wrote and directed Candyman, was asked to pen a script for the sequel. Um but his original script out. <sighs> <melt>. Take three. <laughs> Bernard <laughs> Rose, who wrote and directed Candyman, uh, was asked to pen a script for the sequel. Um, originally he had this idea that you wouldn't include Candyman in it, okay. and it would just be continuing with urban legends, yeah. but naturally that script was told and. to jog on. Yeah. <laughs> um, there was much controversy about the movie poster apparently, that was yeah. used to advise Advertise. Advertise Candyman 2 yeah. During this time The O.J. Simpson trial Was still very public And ongoing yeah. So the picture Of a black man Stalking a white woman Was seen as controversial And the artwork And the original artwork Sorry Was quickly omitted yeah. Fucking O.J. Simpson
0: oh,
1: yeah Hmm uh, And that's about it For interesting trivia
0: yeah.
1: Oh hang on Mrs. Tarrant refers to a physician Dr. Loomis which is an obvious reference to Donald Pleasant's character in Halloween series sorry crap <laughs>
0: <laughs> there we have it Man. one and Man two yep so next time we will be carrying on Clyde, well finishing up our Clay Barker season with a bunch of Clay Barker films hopefully we can get through the in one episode I'm sure we'll be able to <laughs> yeah
1: I think the key is just a short and sweet gloss over thoughts yeah yep. um, obviously if you've got any input on how you would like us to discuss these films <laughs> <laughs> please feel free to get in touch with us at the following places yes we love you and you love us so why didn't you follow us on some <laughs> of this social media
0: too much no man that's great this is the actual bubble we've got to to keep Uh, it going follow
1: us on twitter at ghoulies podcast or on instagram at groovy ghoulies podcast Uh, there's also a facebook page search for groovy ghoulies although not a lot goes on there we never use it and if you find us on either twitter or instagram you'll also find our personal accounts should you wish to hurl abuse at either of us yes thanks very much
0: right thank you very much for joining us once again we pause for the bumper again we don't have to do back and just like <laughs> cut it and stick it in it's just like oh yeah I'll pause to give you
1: time to like find a place to enter it but I don't know why you could just yeah that's what you do that's your job you find correct yeah. places to chop and cut uh, yeah any any editing issues please feel free to get in touch with Dave
0: yeah and sound quality issues but if you do I will be very annoyed <laughs>
1: alright thanks everybody thank you Let's go.